What's up, everybody? Terminal Transmissions coming at you with a special Game of Thrones episode. Man, it's the first time I've gotten tongue twisted in a long time. All right, I'm just going to start over. No problem. Hey, what's up, everybody? Terminal Transmissions coming at you once again. We're doing Game of Thrones special episodes this season uh, for every episode. My name is Danny. I'm Garrett. So, uh, yeah, normally we talk about, you know, all kinds of stuff, video games and movies and anime and whatnot, but we're just going to be talking about Game of Thrones on these episodes. Um, we're going to do them once a week. It should be pretty cool. We did it previously, but it was just tied in with our regular episodes, and we ended up talking about Game right. of Thrones for like 45 minutes, and then we talked right. about some video game for like 30 seconds. It's uh, true. So we're just going to do separate episodes. A lot of people kind of requested yeah. it, so it should be fun. Yeah. So let's get into it. Episode one, season premiere. It happened. Man, it was incredible. It yeah, was incredible. It, was, uh, it had a lot of wild stuff. Yeah, definitely. I would say that its opening scene was the best opening that we've had in Game of Thrones yet. Like, yeah, for sure. it was. It was one of the best cold opens of a lot of shows ever. Honestly, yeah, it was fantastic. So yeah, Arya. This is huge spoiler warning, I guess. Uh, if that had to be said, uh, it starts out and Arya has faceless manned Lord Walder Frey and uh she she proceeds to poison basically the entirety of House Frey. <laughs> yeah. Which is incredible. All the men anyway. Yeah. But specifically my favorite part about it is that she just started dropping like the most sinister goddamn lines that we've ever heard from like a character on Game of Thrones. Oh yeah. Uh and she delivered one that was like if you leave even one wolf alive, like you're still in danger. But then she yeah, she the, said the sheep, the sheep are never safe. Yeah, yeah. And then she said, uh, she said winter winter came for House Frey, and I about just passed away. That was yeah, it was yeah, like I the coolest thing. I was I corpsed up, as they say. <laughs> it's so funny because I'd never thought about winter is coming being like a threat, right? And it one hundred percent is not just like a threat, like oh winter, like real winter, but no, like. You can just hit somebody with that. And she did, and it was incredible. I I feel like I'm a different person now. Yeah, the North remembers. Oh, yeah, the North remembers. Woo! Man, cool yeah, shit. that was just before the credits even happened. Yeah, and it just came in just hot, fresh, off the chain. Anyway, let's see. Also, I'll just get Arya out of the way, I guess. Uh, <laughs> later on, Arya just comes across Ed Sheeran. Just hanging I, out. I gotta be honest, I kind of hated it. Yeah, I I just didn't see a point of doing it. Was it was a little bit too aggressive. Yeah, and honestly, like I wouldn't have cared really, except that they also had him singing, which was like... And don't get me wrong, know, I fucking, dude, so I fucking, fucking love... Corny. Yeah, I love Ed Sheeran. So it's not, it's not that I was like, oh man, this fucking Ed Sheeran guy, I, I actually really, really like Ed Sheeran and his music. But for me, it was just like, really? Like, why did you have to go get... You can, you know, you could go get just an actor that can sing, and they can just do a little ditty yeah. real quick. Well, and even then, it's like, you know, they've done a ton of cameos, even from, right. like, musicians, and they just right. are there in the background with a dirty face. And you're like, oh, if you catch it, <laughs> if you notice it, you're like, oh, cool, a thing, an Easter egg. But this yeah, was yeah. like, look, focus on his face for, like, eight months while he, like, says a thing <laughs> about how it's a new song and, like, stares into the camera longingly. <laughs> 
But I really liked but that, that was scene. Like really, yeah, was the that? scene was great, which made it even worse. Yeah, yeah. But it was really cool because it definitely set up Arya to where she could have just killed all those dudes, and she totally was planning on it. And I thought she was going to. And I was like, oh, man, are they going to start I mean, leading to her down fair, a dark we path? We don't know that she didn't. That's true. That's true. I just got the feeling that she didn't. I feel like... I feel like it was setting her up for like kind of a almost like a like a flashback for us when she was like traveling with that group like Hot Pie and all those people and Gendry and all those. Right. Uh, it, and it seemed like she was kind of putting it together like, oh, these are just regular people. They're not just inherently bad people. They just want right. to go and home. They're basically too. just kids. Yeah, yeah. And I love that that she was like even like the one of them. One of them started talking about how he had just had a, a kid and he hoped it was a daughter, etc. And I felt like she kind of saw a little bit of, of Ned right there, or maybe even Rob. But I, I don't know. I, I really liked that scene. And she, she, I mean, she definitely could have just murked those dudes, but I don't think she did. Yeah, it was good. Uh, also, Cersei, another cool little parallel we got is that, so the episode is called Dragonstone. And a, and a big detail, which we got to see in this episode, and we'd seen before, is that Dragonstone has a huge fucking table that's carved in the likeness of Westeros. Right. And it's a that's a huge deal because Aegon the Conqueror actually made that table when he came up with the idea of uniting Westeros and the Seven Kingdoms, right? Uh, Three hundred years before the before the show and the continuity. And so, yeah, at the very end, you get to see Daenerys with that table. But I think it was a parallel, and I really liked it and appreciated it that Cersei had an enormous Westeros painting uh, made in King's Landing, right? And, and I, specifically, and, like referenced it being like a war map, essentially. Right. And so, yeah, it was like her version of, of the Dragonstone table. So I really liked that. It was really cool. looked really neat. That scene was really good. Yeah. Um, Cersei's totally fucking just crazy now. Which, oh, yeah. I mean, she always well, 100%. Was, but, 100%. Yeah. Uh, I also like that. So Euron showed up, which we called. We called that last season that we yep. thought that Euron was going to show up and try to try to partner up with, with Cersei, which makes sense. Uh, I liked the scene. I really didn't care for Euron's clothes, though. Yeah, he seemed like a little bit like too much like dad rocker. Right, right, right. He seemed like like he was dressed like someone from the Rolling Stones. Exactly. Someone, someone was like, "Oh, this dude's going to like a rock concert in like 1997, right now." Forty. Yeah. How does he dress? Which that's been kind of a, something that's bummed me out from the beginning when they incorporated Euron into the show because Euron's super fucking cool. And I, I, I just really don't like the actor they chose for him. Yeah. Um, because he, he just comes across as like just like a regular dude. Whereas yeah. like one, you're on supposed to be just fully fucking insane. Right. But two, he's also supposed to be like super fucking cool. And that dude is not he doesn't come across as either. He was of those he was dressed like he takes quaaludes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know what the price is. So Euron said that he's going to bring her a priceless gift. Now, yeah. I don't know what the fuck that is. A couple things jumped out to me in Mead. And the first one was Tyrion. Right. And I'm wondering if he's going to go snatch Tyrion a up. Person, a person definitely jumped to mind. Like yeah. it being a, 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 a living thing. Right. But also I wonder, and this is going to be spoilers for the books. So if that matters to you, uh, skip ahead like 10 seconds, maybe 20. Um, but in the books, Euron has a horn called the Dragonbinder, and it's specifically how the Valyrians of old used to actually tame their dragons by using these fucking magical horns. Right. In the books, Euron has one, but it hasn't been shown yet in the show, but I'm wondering if they are going to incorporate it. 
it would make the most sense, I think. I, I, yeah. Like, trying to imagine how Euron would get Tyrion is, like, is not real. Right. And then also, like, he would how does... Magic. Right. And then how, to, on top of that, like, how, how is Cersei going to possibly, even for a second, like, fight Daenerys if Daenerys can just roll dragons onto her? Yeah. It does make sense. Yeah. So it makes sense for Euron to be like, oh, I've got this horn that if you blow it, it just makes the dragons ours. That makes sense to me. But also, it could be something else and that we have no idea. That, that remains to be seen, and I'm pretty pumped to see how that plays out. Then jumping over to the north, we, we saw a whole mess of shit. Uh, we all, oh, saw a whole yeah. a lot of things happened. <laughs> yeah, we saw a whole army of dead, but they had giants this time. It's fucked up, dude. Yeah, terrifying. Giant ice zombies. Yeah, and, they, and it wasn't even like one. They had like nine of them. Yep. And just as just what we saw. I, oh, I saw. Man. I saw. Like I was like, okay, we're gonna see like a one one zombie next season for sure. But I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting them to have like a whole crew. Right. It's fucked up. Yeah. It's not cool. Not cool at all. <laughs> And then it jumps over and we see it's kind of like just directly like the next minute from the last scene that we saw of John and Sansa because it's like everyone's still there. It's like all the same folk in the north in, in Winterfell. And it was a really cool scene as well for a lot of reasons. First and foremost, Lyanna Mormont is still there and is the coolest uh, and character being dope in the show. again. Yeah. Being fully dope. Yeah. Telling every telling grown men to just shut the fuck up, which yeah. I love. I love. Uh, but secondly, we see a couple different things. First and foremost, we, we get to see a couple different scenes there of Sansa having some backbone now, which was really fucking cool. And, but we also see John like standing up for himself and putting his foot down, which was really, really cool. And it was putting them at odds with, with each other, but they seem to make it through. But specifically, I really liked one thing about this, and I think it was like a call out to it. That So, you know, Jon Snow is a bastard, and Catelyn really treated him like shit, and a lot of other people in the North treated him like shit. Uh, because he was a bastard. And so I really liked that he referenced that, that he told Sansa he's not going to punish a son for the actions of his father. Yep. And I really I really felt like this was a callback to him being a bastard. And I really loved that. Right. And I really appreciated that. I mean, don't get me wrong. San- what Sansa was saying made a hell of a lot of sense. But I really liked that John put his foot down. And I feel like he got the Karstarks and the Umbers uh, back and like for life. So that's pretty fucking cool. And that, that was just such a good scene too, man. Daenerys got to Dragonstone, which is a badass fucking scene. Yeah, yeah, that was like the ending of the episode, and it was dope. Yeah, I, I loved it. Like she, it, it was like she was so appreciative, and I loved that. Like she, she just gets on the beach and she just kneels down and, and grabs like a handful of, of the sand. And I loved that scene. That was a, such a fantastic scene. I will say, I was annoyed by one thing that Cersei didn't even bother putting like a dude at Dragonstone. Yeah, very strange. Seems like yeah, bullshit. yeah, like. <laughs> Because I was thinking about it, and I was like, man, if they had just put, like, five guys behind that door, yep. it's not like Daenerys can, like, send her dragons to burn the, the gates down. Like, yep. is she going to do that at Dragonstone? Yep. That's a, that sounds like a terrible idea. So I was like, man, even if, like, I get it, her her troops would win anyway, right? But even to just slow them down a little bit, to just fuck them up a little bit, even just for, like, out of spite, just stick, like, five guys there and right. just lock the door. It's like Stannis, Stannis left, and then they were just like, well, just leave it. It's empty. Yeah, it's crazy. We it's just have, crazy. They just have him just sit there for free. I thought for sure they were going to pull a prank. I thought that for sure they were going to like go to open the doors, and then they were just going to get attacked by some, like ambushed by some small amount of dudes that just would right. fuck them up a little bit. More than or, zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To even have one guy there to be like, no, I'm going to keep this gate locked. Sorry, guys. What? 
But anyway, I mean, it just showcases furthermore that Cersei fucking sucks. Sam is at Old Town, and he's... We got a thousand hours of footage with Samwell. It was pretty tight. Yeah, I loved it, but dude, that fucking montage. I had to like... It was like actually sickening. Dude, I had to like look away. They they did this crazy fucking montage where they have him like emptying chamber pots while also like serving some gruel chili that looked exactly like what was in the fucking chamber pots. And it was such like a, a rapid fire barrage of this that and it like, went on for like an hour. Yeah, they that like it just started looking like they were eating fucking shit, and I hated it. Yeah, it would just so, show him like slopping like a turd around in a bowl, and then like <laughs> washing it, and then gagging, and then like pouring a spoonful of shit into their cup, and then like sloshing a turd around, and then gagging, yeah. and then pouring soup, and it went on for like five or six rounds it, of this, and I was like yeah. feeling like I was gonna barf. Yeah, I was I was done with it, but it was cool. I, I liked I like spending a lot of time with Sam. He uh, he definitely has some has some progression to do, but he got into the uh, the secret books of the library, and it was very Harry Potter esque. Yeah, he stole a whole secret book. Yeah, and then he learned that apparently Dragonstone just sits on some huge fucking mound of dragon glass. Yeah. So that's gonna be that's gonna be useful. He also ran into Jorah. And Jorah, apparently uh, at Old Town, they just have like... Uh, leper Ward? Yeah, Leper Ward, like solitary confinement that seemed like awful. Like, yeah, what the was, fuck? He was fucking... St- he was stone skin a Hulahan too. Yeah, and he tries to get a hank of fucking Sam. He, he is looking fucked up. But yeah, I, I read online, so this isn't something I caught in the app, but apparently someone paused the screen like when Sam was looking at those the forbidden books. Uh-huh. And apparently on one of the pages, it's talking about how it's been like known that swallowing dragon glass can, can heal people. And it was specifically talking about potentially like healing fucking stone skin. And also we, we know that uh, princess Shireen had it. She, she had that condition and it was like basically cured. I mean, it scarred her, but she was still like, okay. Interesting. And she's, yeah. And she's from Dragonstone. Operation Save Jorah. Yeah, so they're going to have to take Jorah over to Dragonstone and, and give give him a fucking uh, a couple arrowheads to swallow. So. Swallow a piece of that Hank. <laughs> and then, yeah. what, what else was there? I guess Hound was the only other real yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. The Hound had some really cool character development. He, it turns out that the Hound can fucking look through the flames as well, which is cool as fuck. Yeah. I, I, feel, like, I feel like everyone around... Maybe it's around Barrett Dondarrion, and maybe it's maybe it's around. Um, oh my gosh, what's the monk's name? What's the other guy. You're not fooling anyone with that top knot, Johnson. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like everyone around them gets like a plus ten to like firepower because like they've been trying to like look in the fl- everyone else has been trying to look in the flames for like a millennia and not uh, not able to do it, and then they're just like, hey, hey, the hound, come look into this fire, and he just instantly was like, oh, here we go. I'm doing it too. Me too. Maybe because maybe he he has like a plus to to like Fire Lord because oh he's yeah touched, maybe he's been kissed by a rose. <laughs> oh, Thoros of Mir, that's the dude's name. Yeah, everyone yeah, around Thoros of Mir yeah. just gets like plus ten to firepower. But Love it might it. also be that the Hound is like a fire history, right? His whole life, yeah, yeah. has been shaped by fire. So maybe that's why. Yeah, maybe he respects it more, and so it it he was able to tap into because it definitely surprised them. When he did it, like right. they were totally were like, "Oh shit, he fucking did this," and so I, I really like that. Yeah, he saw some motherfucking shit. He's watched by the he sea. Saw basically, he saw basically what we talked about like last time. Like, mm-hmm. there's the low end, right? It's where the Great Wall of China touches the ocean. There's no wall there. 
Right. And they can just scloot past. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, the, oh, we, we didn't touch on that, that, that the free folk are going to uh, hole up at East Watch by the Sea, which is right where those yep. fucking armies of dead are coming. So that's yeah. going to be wild and crazy kids. Uh, but also, I really liked that hound scene, not only because, like, man, the writing for that character is fantastic. His dialogue is incredible. But also, man, his character development. Jesus yeah, Christ. It's, real. it's there. It exists. Dude, when he was burying those people, I was getting choked up. But also uh, that he said, like, when he was like talking shit to Beric Dondarrion, which Beric Dondarrion off the chain, but he was talking shit to Beric Dondarrion and was like, I've, I've seen better men than you, basically. And he calls out two specifically. And he's like, right. and I, I feel like one was Ned and the other one was old Mr. Wednesday from American Gods uh, when, he got, when he got hanged yeah. in the Riverlands last season. And I liked that. I liked that he he made like two specific calls call outs to that, and I loved that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like the wall is definitely going to fall. There was like three or four separate characters talking about how like it's it, like the wall is perfect and like it's never it, you know it can't be beaten. That that's a perfect recipe yeah. for that motherfucker coming down. On top of that, I wanted to also call out that I'm really appreciative that Beric Dondarrion is still alive. I'm really yeah. glad that they do that. He's such a cool actor and he's such a cool character. And I'm really like, as much as like, I was kind of bummed that they didn't go with Lady Stoneheart. I'm actually really okay with it because Beric Dondarrion is fucking cool. And I yeah. really like that, that character. But yeah, that's a, that's about it. That's a, that's a broad strokes, but it was a really fucking cool app, man. Oh, the only other thing is Bran made it to the wall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And totally told them that he's a fucking Stark. So he's going yep. direct express to Winterfell and that's going to cause some contention. Yeah. Which I like. It's going to be fucking dope. Man, I can't wait. This this season So, do you be remember cool. do you remember when cuz those that was a specific callback that house, right? Hound took those people's food and they starved right. to death. When right. wasn't that a like fucking 4 seasons ago? Uh I think it was like 2 seasons ago cuz it was before yeah, it was, it was a while 2 seasons ago, ago. Right? Yeah, it was 2 seasons ago because it was right before Arya went to the, the House of Black and White. So that was even before she went to Essos. Right, and he was he was out of a whole season. Oh right. shit! You're so totally it right. It had him in three seasons ago. Jesus. Because yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't make sense because they look. He was completely gone in season five, which means he right. was traveling with Arya and died in season four. Right. Well, I mean, it makes sense because he totally they they totally look like the fucking mummies. Yeah, yeah. I just thought that was an awesome callback because like I yeah, totally would have was. never ever remembered that that shit even happened until now. Yeah. What's funny is I didn't even put it together until he was burying them, and then as soon as he was burying yeah. them, I was like, oh fuck! It was that fucking family. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, that's the the whole app. It's off to a good start, though. I'm very curious to see fantastic. how everything turns out because you know we kind of got like this season and then like a weird half season or right. whatever the fuck. Yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, I, I I'm really I'm really happy about it. I was really I was really glad for everything that happened. I'm glad that everyone's back on like one continent. So it's right. gonna be it's gonna be popping the fuck off. Yeah, I'm I'm interested just to see how things resolve themselves because there's. You know, we've got like obviously this season and the next season, so the big resolutions won't come until season eight. But there's right. going to be some shit popping off in this season. Like people are going to be oh, yeah. meeting up and running into each other, etc. Yeah, so definitely, we'll see. Fuck yeah! All right, guys. Well, yeah, we'll see you next week.
transfer complete. Program terminated.